Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So we already had our winner today for our squares contest, but you can still get qualified. For the rest of today on the other shows and then for us tomorrow, text squares to 303-504-0925. Uh, reminder to you guys, best of Mosher Lombardi and Kane starts on altitude today as you will get more. If you missed any of the show, we got a best of running today. It will be at 5, 8, and 1130 tonight. It'll be at different times every day. But what? The best of this television radio show. Best of what? What you're doing currently. Now, this probably won't be on it because this is very bad, but the best of this show will re-air later in the day on Altitude. Right now, it's 30 minutes of dead air, so can you guys, I mean, give me something here? (laughs) Yeah. I was just going to say, Vic raises a very good point. Best of what? Exactly. How do you, who talking about Tom Brady's junk for a half hour? Yeah, who did Hey, I'll tell you what. Red shirt back there does. Je- Wait, we're leaving Jesse in charge of determining what the best of? Yep. Jesse, do you even know what we've talked about this morning? Does he have any knowledge of what we've discussed in this show? I have a running list of stuff you guys have talked about. All right, give morning. me the list. What have we talked about? Uh, you've talked about Sean Payton. You've talked about Jamal Murray coming back. Uh, you've talked about Tom Brady's pitcher. <laughs> That's all on there. A lot. <laughs> we had a full run at the show today. Full run. That's it. Um Speaking of uh, basketball, the trade deadline coming up mm-hmm. on Thursday. So Bones did not play yesterday. That means that this is this is done. We, I mean, we, we had the discussion last night. Um, I was talking to Hands and Damps. I said, okay, so tonight's game in mini will determine if he gets traded for sure. Because four guys are out of the rotation and he doesn't I, play. I, I, he, I mean, not only does he not play, first player off the bench at point guard was Ish Smith. Yeah. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay. Okay, so, but Vic, please help me out here. I can see the writing on the wall as well as anybody. But what percentage would you put it that he's dealt by Thursday? The intent to deal him at 100% doesn't mean he will be dealt. You, do you understand what I mean by that? Uh, under, understand, understood. You... But, but here's the thing. With his personality and his youngness at times, youth, his youth, could something like this ruin him for the Denver Nuggets? Uh, no, because I've seen stories, I've seen different situations occur where a guy just sat down for a little bit and then came back better, stronger. Yeah, but what did what did Jamal say 
after the game on Saturday, after the win against He said the he's in his corner. You know, all this talk about Jamal going after Bones back and forth. Yeah, I right. think they put that to bed right away because Jamal said, listen, they all support him. They all know what he's going through. They've all, by and large, most of these guys have been there. You have to remember when Jamal got in the league, he had some veterans that he played behind too. Oh, and Jamal wasn't like immediately embraced as somebody who was, remember, when Jamal had his ups and downs, like he was a little inconsistent early in his career, yeah. he mm-hmm. faced the same side of, kind of criticism that Bones has. So I think they've all kind of felt it. Nobody hates Bones on that team. It's just a matter no, of, is, nobody, nobody does. They don't want to rock a championship boat. Yeah. They're in position to win a championship, and it, again, if everybody's not pulling in the same direction, then I'm you not, can't have but, it. But let me put it this way. I'm not concerned about Bones rocking an, uh, a, a Nuggets championship boat. I think the guys inside the room will handle all of that. I'm worried about the kid himself. I'm worried about where, yeah. you know, I mean, when, you're, when you're a second-year player. Sure. And you're an emotion. You're an. You're an. You're, the, the the part of the Bones' best attribute is that he does have that emotion that's worn on his sleeve, and you see it. Yeah. You know, I, I know you need to temper that a little bit as you get older, and you know you become more of a pro and all that kind of thing. But part of the appeal of a Bones Highland is he plays the game with emotion. He plays the game with excitement and love of the game. And as you said, Brett, he loves it when Bones... Nobody's happier when Bones goes off than Bones is. But but that's part of the appeal, the youthful appeal. And that's why a guy like me likes to watch him play and watch him so exuberant. I, I I, I just worry about the kid himself. And if he is not dealt... Can you reel him in enough to be a contributor to your team consistently? Is I'm not worried about him ruining anything. No. I, that, that doesn't affect my mind I at all. I don't think so either. I mean, I, I, I can only imagine how he must have felt, though. Making the trip to Minneapolis, you're on the team, you're on the charter, you arrive late at the hotel, you go through all the pregame knowing you're not going to play. Yeah. That cannot sit suck. well. Yeah, it's got to suck. Right? And, and it's not like he was one of these guys, for example, Vic. He's Pey- not Jack White. Peyton Watson and Jack White have had that experience the entire year, but it's been meant yeah. to be that way. It's sure. better when you understand that. But when you were, and this is why when I go back to last year, I think what might have hurt, Vic, at least this situation is, he played a lot last year because he had to. And had Jamal been healthy last year, he probably doesn't get that playing time. He doesn't get that shine. And once you get a taste of that, it's hard to let it go. I'm just wondering, and we won't know until Thursday. I don't know what he'll get in return. I think we're being a little too opportunistic, put it that way, in what you can get in return. Because the Nuggets don't have to trade him, but they want to trade him. And you know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know the difference. He wants, it seems, like a different place. Yeah. And the leverage is gone. I mean, the, the Nuggets can always say, oh, we'll just keep him. Yeah, but at what cost? Yeah, but the leverage is still a very talented high-ceiling player on a rookie contract. All right, so what do, you think, what do you think you can get for that? You can get a role player in return. Uh, a rotational player? Sure. Somebody, right, like, Give me an example. Like, do you, Everybody keeps mentioning Nas Reed. I think you could get him for Bones. I don't think so. I do. You, you think Minnesota would trade Nas Reed straight up for Bones? Once they get Cat healthy, what are they going to do with Nas Reed? He was still the backup center. Cat was a power forward when he was healthy. I think that you can make it work. You could swing it. I mean, I don't know what... Look, what are you thinking? 
What do you think you get in return? I don't know. It just feels like I hope they get a lot in return, obviously. But I wouldn't be surprised, follow me on this one, if there's other parts of this package. If someone doesn't take one for Bones and become a part of a package elsewhere. Could be. Somebody who has no choice. Exactly. Sometimes, you know, when the market isn't there for one player, well, what if we mix it up a little bit? What if we give you this and that? Well, I know the return isn't going to be this. It's not going to be what Brooklyn got for uh, Kyrie Irving. Because that's the weird part, isn't it? Like, Kyrie gets traded, and it wasn't close to a Gobert trade. You know what I'm saying? Like, Gobert got, what, four first-rounders in return? Kyrie was Dinwiddie, good player. Finney Smith, I also think he's a good good role player. And what, a first and a couple of seconds? We were looking at what Minnesota did for Gobert. I cannot believe they gave up that much for it's Rudy gross. Gobert. Do yeah. you understand that they're going to have to pay this man? He's got the max. He's going to be making upwards of $40 million. Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Jeez, Towns is going to be making $50 million. They're going to have to pay Anthony Edwards to hold him. Yep. They are screwed unless it works, unless they find a way for those three to coexist. And right now, it doesn't look good. You know what made me feel old, too, in the, uh, the Kyrie deal? Dallas gave up a 2029 first-round pick. Okay. 2029. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like, when I was a kid, Brett, that's flying saucer stuff, dude. Yeah, that is way down. Now that you that's put fl- it that way, 2029. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll take a 2029. The hell, twenty twenty nine. You, I mean, the Mavs could be. It could be the last pick in the draft in, in the first round. It could be the first. Yeah, I don't, and like I don't even future. know. I don't like dates in the future and all that stuff. I don't like it. The older you get, you'll you'll learn not dude, to 20, like that. Dude, dude, do you understand what I'm saying, Brett? Twenty twenty nine. Moses, you're so right. When we were kids and we like looked at twenty twenty nine. Think about that. When we looked at twenty twenty nine as in kids in the eighties, I thought death. Yeah, I'll be dead. 2029, about that time. You know what's weird about the trade, though? Everybody's assuming that this is some giant boon for the Mavericks. And they're better. They're a better team now. I still don't know how it's going to work. What do you mean a better team? They're a more offensive-oriented team. They're not a better team, necessarily. What's a better team? I mean, they got two guys who demand the basketball. Number one player in the number one player in the NBA. What's the stat? I've got it right here. Hold. Hold, please. You should, Here usage it is. percentage? Uh, number one player. ISO scores. ISO scores. Luka Doncic, number one. Number four, Kyrie Irving. Oh, I know. This is why I said from the beginning, like, I don't know how the basketball part of this works for two guys who need the ball the entire time. Somebody said earlier, it's like having Carmelo and Iverson on the same team. Like, a little bit. It's a little bit like that. I think I'm just saying they're better, Vic, because they're... Um, when you have two players that are that talented, I think you'll find ways to win games. Okay, you'll you'll make it work somehow. Well, yeah, I hope, don't. They, th- they hope that they hope they can. But I don't think it takes them to championship level. I don't think that at all. But they're better. I, I said to Marty earlier, they're they didn't go from a house cat to a lion. They went to a house from a house cat to like a house cat that has a barbed wire necklace little collar on it like it's it's more dangerous i guess <laughs> but i'm not weird. scared that was that was weird I don't that know was a to weird it, analogy it worked really well it did the first time you said it the when, first time i said yeah. it, it worked the point is though Moj, i'm not like fearing them as championship contenders but i do think that they're better than they were before well yeah the fact that he came to the west is a bummer to be honest with you 
I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. The fact that he's in the Western Conference is not my first choice. But I'm not scared of the Dallas Mavericks. I'm not. They, uh, I'm, I'm just not. I'm not. I, this don't this don't frighten what, me, dude. You were scared of the Golden State. Still scares scared, me, but scared's you know, a bad word for it. But you were. I respect heavily. Not Golden State. You were hesitant. Lakers. About Minnesota this offseason when they made the trade. You thought that after that Gobert trade, you I were wanted, a, little, yeah. a little iffy I on think Minnesota. I, I was, and I wanted to see how that worked out. I was a little surprised that they would go with the Twin Towers look, and it hasn't worked well no. for them. Um, the Lakers down the stretch, I, I don't I, – I'm like you guys, like most. You're starting to forecast first-round opponents, right? Because mm-hmm. the, the Nuggets are going to have a top-three seed, barring something crazy. Right. right. Right now, they are the top seed. It's going to be a top-three seed for sure. You start forecasting first-round opponents. I don't fear the Dallas Mavericks with Kyrie and, and Luka. I just don't. I, I, and, and people might look at me and say, that's dumb. These are two superstars. I get it. But they can't play two on five. I'm telling you right now, Vic, like, what they gave up to get Kyrie, Dinwiddie's good. He's a good player. They didn't want that contract, though. They knew Fine. that they signed a bad contract there. I would take Finney Smith on the Nuggets right now. Right now, I would take him. Plays great defense, can knock down a couple of threes. I think mm. he's better than he's given credit for, too. They didn't give up nothing for this trade. It wasn't just like a draft pick mm. sort of deal. I just am how- very hesitant to look at them and say, no, 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 that's a championship contender now. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Do you know how happy I am to have to go to the airport right now? Do you know? Why? Because the show today, correct me if I'm wrong, Martin, <laughs> I mean, You've been back behind there producing the whole thing. It's, we've discussed house cats with barbed wire collars mm-hmm. and Tom Brady's junk. Mm-hmm. Those have been two two topics Im- on the show today. Important topics. Yeah. Are you leaving now? Because I have to do something very quickly. If you're leaving, is this is this it? Yeah, do it. Do right, it now. So, are you running? Are you running to the? You're running to yeah, the uh, the cars. We got these gifts from one of our loyal listeners, Dame of Care Bear. Here you go. Let's and see. I'm not sure. If, oh, it's very nice of her. Thank you. I'm not sure. Is what, it a ham sandwich? If they're listed. Ham sandwich. Whoa. Wait. I don't know if we can show these. Are we allowed to show this on television? I don't think so. I don't know what this says at the top, but if it says what I think it says, I don't think we can show uh, it. Marty? Is it drugs? Jesse, come what are get we some. doing? Marty and Jesse, come get some. want to thank her very much. I believe these are coasters. Yeah, they're, they're, they're coasters. coasters. Of, I'm going to cover the top here because I don't trust it. They're birds, Moj. But they're specific names that are real names, but I don't think we could share them. Um, oh, I have a coffee cup like that. Uh-huh. Here you go, Jess. They're bird birds. It says nice yeah. nice blank. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got a coffee you. mug like that. <laughs> so we Thank have you, bird damn birds Care Bear. on coasters. I love so it. This is Mosier's. Where should I put it? Here, you hold on to Mosier's. You'll see, see those hands? Nice. There's not any seagulls on there, are there? No seagulls. No, yeah, no bird seagulls. Birds. Thank God. All right, good. Thank you this very is much. This actually for, really funny. Thank listen, you, if you, if you get us gifts, we'll open them on the air. Yes. That's usually how it works. Keep giving us things. Just keep gifting us. All right, you Moser. Guys are, you guys are you guys beggars. Me? Who is on the show the most saying, oh, I never get anything yeah. from them? Da, 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 da. You know what? Just for that, Moser, you're not getting yours. Yeah, you know what? I got two sets of coasters yes. now. You're not getting now it. What? Hey, 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 hey. Let's not go off the deep end now. Actually, you know what? I'll save these. I'll give these to the bear. These are now the bear's coasters. These are not Mosier's. Bing. All right, Mosier. Uh, have a good flight. Okay. Talk what? to you tomorrow live from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Let us know if and when you see Landy.
like in the flesh person. I want to see it. Okay. All right. Been great having you today, Mark. Mm -hmm. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Good job, Mark. Yep. Thanks for joining the show. That was our guest, Love Mark you. Mosier. Uh, all right, listen, now, that I, now that I'm gone, now that I'm gone, all the Tom Brady underwear junk talk you want, all the, the cats with, with barbed wire collars, all you want. No, nope, I out. think we're, uh, we're done with those. Time uh, to go to break. Again, we got um, Sean Payton's presser coming up here in about an hour and a half uh, as he will address... Broncos country for the first time. And look, there is a certain level to this that I don't know how much we're going to get out of it, Vic. Like, I don't know how much is going to be revealed at an introductory press conference, especially like, I think you look forward to these if they're brand new head coaches because you don't know what their vibe is. We know Sean Payton. He's been around for a long time, over a decade. We know exactly kind of what this guy's been about. And there's part of me that, there's an appeal to it that I know what you're getting with a head coach for the first time in God knows how long. I will never forget. And listen, I consider Vic Fangio. I, I know him pretty well, but I'll never forget his first press conference when he was named head coach of the Denver Broncos. He was not a suit and tie guy. No. Needless to say. You know, he walked into that press conference. He didn't show up with his own slacks. They had to fashion some slacks and hem them on the spot for him. What was he wearing? Jeans? He was wearing slacks. They weren't his. They had to, they had to hem oh. them. Like with, like, I don't know if they had staples in there or what. But hmm. they weren't, he didn't show up in a fashion designer suit. Why didn't they just let him wear his stuff? Like, let him be himself. I don't know. It was just an introductory press conference, wear a suit. You know how this business works? I don't know. We were noting that the other day. Remember back in the old days when NBA coaches wore suits on the sidelines? Yeah, thank God they don't <laughs> anymore. It seems so uncomfortable. Remember those days? Well, remember uh, what's-his-face from Arizona? What was that guy's name? Uh, Sean. Sean something. Oh, the sweater? Yeah, the guy who wore the white. Sean Miller. Sean Miller. Yeah, the sweater. He wore the white button-down that was just see-through by the end of the game because he would sweat through it. I'm like, let that guy wear something different. But, um... Again, we kind of asked, like, what would you ask him one question at the press conference? I know the Russell stuff's going to come up. What I guess I wonder, and you you asked, or you said this would be your one question, is why here? And is he, my guess is when he's asked that, it's going to be straight to ownership, right? He's going to say something about how he trusts the ownership here, but I Dude, don't. See, the, the other guys that we talked to, Vance Joseph, Vic Fangio, Nathaniel Hackett, we didn't know much about them as head coaches. Yeah. We They had to lay out their vision, their plan, their approach, how they talked. Sean Payton's a polished head coach already. He's already been on the stage. Hell, he was on Fox for the last year doing football. We, there's nothing that we're going to learn that's new there. What, do you want to go up and juggle? You yes, know what I'm saying? Well, that's why we were asking during the interview process. It's like he's the guy who is interviewing you, not the other way around. Everybody else is interviewing for a job. He's interviewing the people saying, why should I choose you, not you choose me? And he, he will be, and I'm trying to think of it this way, the most media-savvy coach, polished coach, since John Fox here in Denver. John Fox was yeah. media-savvy. He understood the buzzwords. He understood how to talk to the media. He got it. Yeah. Very media-savvy. So that's what Sean Payton will be first and foremost. Well, that's coming up at 11 o'clock. We'll run it live right here, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Um, how about this question for him? When it comes to picking certain players, 
or picking coaches? Is it a group effort? How much of it is your decision? That's something I want to know is how how much he's of not going to. I don't know if he's going to answer he it wholly. Won't, he won't answer, but I would like to know what's the tandem approach here between you and George Payton. How do you guys work yeah. together? Someone just wrote on the text line, he's not media savvy, he's smug. Trust me when I say he's media savvy. And just because he's smug doesn't make him less media savvy. Yeah. You know what? A lot of great coaches are smug. Name a great coach. I mean, most of them who have success get pretty smug. Exactly right. It's I, well, very rare to find somebody who doesn't. I mean, maybe Andy Reid, he's not very smug. He's sort of the anti-profile coach, right? But, but you know what? If the Chiefs lost three games in a row and they were questioning things about his offense, I bet you he gets pretty smug, doesn't he? Like, I think I know what I'm doing I, I sort hope, of answer. I hope we don't start doing this because if we do, then we're, we're looking at this. I don't care about the coach's personality. And I don't care. Please don't fall prey to this. You're, you're going to hear certain media members talk about coaches personally. I don't care how a coach treats the media. Yeah. It has no impact on whether or not he can coach. Mm-mm. He could treat the media like trash and go win 12 to 14 games, and he's doing his job. He can treat the media great and lose 12 to 14 games, and he's out of a job. Yeah, a lot of those things, like this texture says, Nick Sirianni and Mike Vrabel seem like dudes I grab a beer with. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of coaches. that, Like Dan Campbell, I'm sure you'd want to get a beer with him. There's a whole bunch of guys that are like that. It doesn't translate to good coaches immediately, or it doesn't mean anything. Like, I would have gotten a beer with Hackett, wouldn't you? Hackett seemed like a great guy to go out why, and get a drink with. Why are with. people always so fascinated about, oh, he seems like a guy can get a beer. I don't care if I go get a beer with a guy. Can you coach the football team? Yeah. I'm not in it to go get a beer with you. I don't care. <laughs> why are people fascinated by that? I think you're not just... rooting for the coach's personality. Can the coach coach? You think hey, you think people back in the day were saying, man, I wish I could go get a beer with Vince Lombardi. I think for, for just a fan, it makes it easier when you like the guy personally, too. Like, I don't think it's easy at times to be a fan of LeBron, Vic, if he's mm-hmm. on your team. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier if you have a joker here where you're like, sure. oh, that guy's great. Maybe that's all it is. But bottom line is if you win, nobody just coach. Yeah, just just win. By the way, um, we talked a little bit about the the all-star stuff from over the weekend, NHL and the NFL. I don't know what they can do about it. I don't know if there's anything they can do. They'll probably just keep it this way for both sports forever. I think mostly what that is now, Vic, that is just for a whole bunch of guys to get together with their buddies for a weekend yeah. and hang out. Yeah. You know, you get a couple of bonuses on sure. top of it, right? You get to tide your contracts, but that's really all it means. It's not appointment television like it used to be. Did it ever? Did you ever get that way with the? I know when you went to the Pro Bowl, yeah. it was different. It was in Hawaii, but if you couldn't go and you had to watch it, was it ever like I have to watch? I used to watch the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I did. I used mm. to watch the Pro Bowl, and I wouldn't watch all of it, but I would tune in, get a glimpse of it. Like, yeah. hey, yeah, there's Elway, there, there's Rod Smith, there's my guys, there's, hey, you know, now it's, it, what are we watching? What is it? They're trying to find every avenue to make it entertaining. The bottom line is, I don't know what the ratings were for it. They probably got a couple million people Yeah, because football fans will watch football players. And that's all they really want out of this anyway. Mm. It's just, do we have enough eyeballs to sell some advertisements and make some money off it? If the answer is yes, then we're just going to keep doing this. No matter how much people complain. It doesn't matter. Uh, 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I didn't watch really any of it in the NHL mm-hmm. or the NFL this weekend. Zero. You're right. It was a blank weekend when it came to that. It didn't It didn't appeal. Yeah. There was no reason. I mean, it was on. You know that, that television that's on, but you're not really noticing things? It was on in front of me. Background stuff. Yeah, it was on. I, I watched a little bit of the flag football stuff, but, you know, a quarterback rolls out. Huntley started for the AFC. That alone, that I was like, okay, your starting quarterback is Huntley. I mean, if there's any way to really prove how far that thing's fallen, a guy with two touchdown passes yes. on the year is your was starting, starting AFC quarterback. quarterback. He rolls out and he throws a lob pass to the corner of the end zone, and the DB sort of half-assing it, and everybody's sort of in jog motion. And I'm like, okay. And then I turn to the NHL All Star Game, and there's a three-on-one break, and they're going slow motion, and no one's really. And I'm like, all right. What, 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 I'm not blaming them. Nobody's blaming the players. I would do the same thing. I'll say it was kind of cool uh, in the NHL just because you had three guys from your team that were on the ice at the same time. That was neat. Watching McCarr and Miko and Nate all be on the ice together at once was cool. Watching Kale go into the corner. That scared me when he fell, by the way. Thank God they had the padding up. In the fastest man thing? That was one of the only things I saw live. It was just on a TV, and they go, oh, Kale's going to do the the speed skating thing. And then he fell, and I was like, no, 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 no. Please don't. I would pay. See, now, watching those guys go fast, it's like, okay, yeah, we, we see this all the time. I'd pay good money to see you go around a rink as fast as you could. Kale could have beaten me. After falling and giving no effort the last few seconds, he would have beat me. See, that's what I would love to see. I would love to see. The goal of this is for him to lap you. And he probably would. Like, legit probably would. By the way, um, I saw this about an hour ago. So, Daniel Popper, he's a senior writer for The Athletic. He covers the Chargers. He said that Keenan Allen is most likely going to be cut for cap reasons from the Chargers this year. Keenan Allen's been a mainstay on yeah, the that's roster forever. Become forever. A, a very, you know, receivers have really picked up their stake in the game. Don't you think? Teams with great receivers, it's a big deal. I used to think, Vic, that if you had a quarterback, you should never pay a wide receiver big money, and I have completely flipped on that. I guess Chiefs are the exception to the rule. The Chiefs don't really have a wide receiver that's that's big time anymore, do they? I mean, if you want to count Kelsey as a tight end, you can count Kelsey. But why did the Bengals' offense get to where it got? I mean, Burrow's good, yes, but T. Higgins, Jamar yeah. Chase, like, sure. carry a pretty big load for. Yeah. Miami's offense took off the second they got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle together. Surprising. Well, Patrick Mahomes just turned Valdez-Scantling into... Lynn Swan. I don't, he just came out of nowhere in the last game. I mean, look what Patrick Mahomes can do. That's where it's not like he's unfair. Valdez Scantling, it just doesn't matter. If you're a big guy who can run, it's like, nope, you're going to get a thousand yards or something. I don't know what his numbers are in the year. I don't think he's had that great of a year, but think about how many guys they've rotated through in that offense. It's insane.
and yet still in the Super Bowl and favored to win at this point. Uh, last thing here before we get to a break. We all can kind of agree that the Rockies won't be very good this year. It's the assumption. Probably sub-500. Did you see a minor leaguer, though, that they picked up this offseason? His name is Cole Tucker. Yeah. He probably got the biggest win of the year for the Rockies. Oh, is that the one with the famous... He's engaged to Vanessa Hudgens. That's the girl from High School Musical? I think so. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. her, Selena Gomez. I don't know. No, no, that's her from High School Musical. She played the lead actress role in High School Musical. See, I know my Hollywood, dude. She is beautiful. Beautiful. And this guy, as a minor leaguer lancer, I'm like, good for you, Cole. How did you pull that one? Yeah. You want to know how they met? I read a story about it. You want to get all TMZ? How did, he, how did he pull? They were, during COVID, on a Zoom meditation class. Okay, hold on. Stop. Which I think stop, that stop. class is just a silent Zoom call for like 30 minutes. Hold on. Stop for a second. What? During COVID, it was a Zoom meditation class. She saw him. What is that? Well, you know what Zoom is. You know what meditation is. I thought meditation was a private thing. I thought you you don't do it with people. No, you. Oh, I don't know how you do it. I don't. I, I don't meditate. But look, I had questions too. That's the story. She saw him on the Zoom meditation class. She's like, "This guy's cute. I like the way he meditates." She DM'd him. She DM'd him saying, what's your story? Who are you? And he goes, well, I play minor league baseball. And then it actually worked. Could you imagine just being on Twitter one day and looking at your DMs and somebody like Vanessa Hudgens is saying, hey, I saw you on Zoom. Do you want dinner? What the hell would you do? How is that possible? So have they been a thing for a while now or what? They got engaged. I'm assuming so. What's this guy's name? And look him up. It's Cole Tucker, right, Marty? Cole Tucker? Cole Tucker, yep. He hit uh, 175 last year for the Pirates. 175 in the minor. Or, uh, no, the this Pirates is not him. Year. No. Uh-huh. This guy looks like Weird Al Yankovic. Yep. Yep. No way. Dude, we were just talking about, I I walked through the living room when my, my wife was watching the Grammys. There's something going on with famous people that I'm I'm weirded out about right now. Nobody wants to dress normal. Nobody wants to look normal. I saw Shania Twain look like Cruella DeVille. And I said, what's going on here? Why does she look this way? Vic is actually, you're upset, I can tell. You're upset. I'm, I'm just like, I was expecting something different. He's got kind of a Greg Dulcich sort of look to him. Not as big. Is this hair like, is this, is this curly hair, long curly, is this like in now? And I'm so out of touch. I really, I feel like, I feel so out of touch. Is this it? Is this what people want? Is this what no. you want? Ladies, is this what you want? That the Kenny G look. question. Ladies, is this what you want? <laughs> what I do you want? I like that. I actually like that. No other context at Brett Kane Radio. Ladies, is this what you want? Yes or no? All right. Just for those of you who, let me show the photo. This is him playing. Oh, man, what the hell just happened? This is him playing baseball with Vanessa Hudgens. And he's well, I don't got, think she was playing. I think she just went to a game. No, no, he's minor leaguer. He's in a game. But that's his so, look. So is she going to live in Grand Junction? 
Good question. Good I'm I mean, curious about that look. I mean, is this the look? Is this the the 2023? Hey, everybody. Ladies, is this is what you want. Is this what you want? That. That. Uh, oh, by the way, Marty, we have to. It is. It is ramen noodles with the hair. They said, did Justin Timberlake do that too? Wait, it was never that long. No. Okay. No, never that long. Um, by the way, very sad day, speaking of the Rockies. Marty, we have to retire a bit. Chad Cool has been signed by the Washington Nationals. Oh, damn. We can't check in on his cool. The only time we ever did a Rocky story is when you did this bit. I mean, it was good, though. It was good, and he played well to start the year. Doesn't that kind of tell you something, by the way? Chad Cool is one of the better pitchers you had last year. Early. He dropped off late. But Chad Cool only got a minor league deal from the Nationals. That was one of your better guys in the rotation. You can't have a pie without Cool Whip. Admit it, Marty. You liked the bit. You liked doing it. It sucked at first, but then it got it got better as we went along. It started Vic, to annoy people. You, Brett, you did the right thing sharing this at the end of the segment because yep. Vic is just Googling Vic's gone now. images right now. I'm a people watcher. Vic, Vic, go get a perm. Might have to. Go get a perm and, have, and see what the queen says you know what? when you come I, home I need to it. reignite that spark with the, with the, with the <laughs> queen. I'm going to show up in ramen noodle hair. Remember, you guys, want this? Our, square, our squares contest continues here. You can get qualified. Text squares to 303-504-0925. The next drawing is going to be at the top of the hour here with Dempsey and company at 10 o'clock. I'm going to show up say, you like this? I know what you want, and this is it. Just this a is a giant it. perm. This is what the kids do. All right, 303-504-0925. Fact checker next. Squares contest continues at the top of the hour with Dempsey and company. So stay tuned for that. Listen to your name. You get five minutes to call if you hear your name. If you call back in those five minutes, you get five squares in the squares contest. And it will be every hour for each show during the day until they get a qualifier. So one qualifier per show. Our next one will be at 7 o'clock. Our first qualifier will uh, be announced tomorrow. At 7. Now, a um, few more things here, Vic, as I'm itching for Avs hockey to start again. I'm I'm itching, itching, itching. Why are you laughing? Mosher's going to be so mad. About? Now getting invites to hospitality suites at the 16 at Waste Management Open. Thank you, Kevin. I'll meet you there. Do you get... He doesn't deserve this at that tournament. Mosher's so mad. Mosher's listening right now. Mosher. <laughs> You're so mad. I love it when you're mad and you're driving. He's clutching that steering wheel right now on his way to the airport. He's so angry. And there's nothing he can do. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the ass stuff, quickly, I wanted to mention this today. So LeBron is um, probably two games from now, maybe next game, yeah. but probably He's gonna two set games the record. from now. He's going to set the record. Did you see the amount of people paying $100,000 for the game tomorrow? Excuse me? $100,000 for courtside tickets to the Lakers game tomorrow because they thought they were going to see him break the record, and now he has to score, what, 36? He in could. In order to do it? He could. He could. But how would you feel if you paid, let's say, 50 grand yeah. for a ticket to that game thinking you're going to witness history, and he puts up 22 points? How much you want to make a bet he breaks the record? Tomorrow? tomorrow? 36. He'll, he'll make a point, and his teammates will make a point to give him the ball. 
He will score. He will score 44. He'll hit 40. He can. You can write this down. Hell, record this. I know he's capable. Of course he's capable. I will say this. If you're facing a team, I think it's bad to face a young team when you're going for a record like that because I think those guys are going to play hard in OKC. I mean, actually, it's at L.A. They have no one. The OKC's lineup has no one that can handle LeBron. No one. So LeBron put up 41 four games ago against Boston. He had another 46, a 37 Mm -hmm. before that. The last two games, he scored 27 and 26, though. Look, it's possible he can do it. All I can think of is the guys who paid that kind of money thinking they were going to witness history that maybe won't, and that would just feel like a giant waste of money. You're taking a huge gamble here to try and see that. And I know LeBron's going to get a lot of shine in the next couple of days, but you know what? It's deserved this time. He breaks this record. I thought that that record wasn't getting broken by anybody. You think about what it takes for him to break this record, Vic. You have to play 20 years at an incredibly high level without ever really getting hurt. You know, it's when you, remarkable. And, and to be totally blunt, when you're discussing NBA records, like there's there's different records. There's championships and there's you know personal achievements. But in terms of stats, let's just make it a stat record. Mm-hmm. The all-time scoring record is the greatest record in the NBA. Yeah. It just is. You're the greatest scorer in league history. That's it. Like, what, what is baseball's, in, in your mind, what is baseball's greatest record? It's got to be home hit, runs. Uh, I was going to say the oh, hit streak. You think so? Yeah. The home run king is not the greatest record? Well, Bonds kind of sullied it for people. See, I mean, for me it didn't, but I mean, for you, other people it DiMaggio's did. DiMaggio's hit streak? I mean, come, that's... I don't think that's getting broken. That's I'm why. Not, yeah, obviously. I'm talking about what what what's front and center. I'm telling you right now, Vic, I thought last year we would have, and they did it a little bit towards the end, but I thought there'd be more energy surrounding the judge record thing. And it turned out just to be the American mm-hmm. League record. But mm-hmm. even if he was fighting for the seven, what would it have to be? 73, whatever it was for Mons. I don't think that would get as much attention as somebody who's on their 50th straight yeah. game with a hit. I think that would be front and center. You watch every at bat of this guy. I guess it just goes to prove every record eventually will, even the, the DiMaggio one, every record, the cycle of the sport, we never thought Gretzky would get caught. Here comes Ovi. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. One of them that's going to be tough, this might actually be the toughest one in all of sports. Yeah. Just because the way baseball is played, I don't think anybody's getting to Cal Ripken's consecutive game streak. I agree with you on that one. Uh, there is no way somebody doesn't take a rest day I here totally and there. Agree. That's the nature of the game. See, the good and bad of the game, playing every day and all that business, load management and all that business. How many consecutive no games was that for him? I don't recall the number. Eight, so, was it 1,420? I'll throw a number. I don't even, I don't remember. 2,142? 2,632 games in a row. Yeah, that's stupid. What's the longest current streak? For, for a baseball player? For a Major League player? Baseball player. The longest current games played streak. Um, I would venture, let me just guess. Uh, this is my guess. 62 games. So in uh, last year in July, Whit Merrifield had 553. He, he did? Took, and he took a seat. So it's not active. So, so that that's was, not active anymore. That was pretty long currently. So I think this is still active, but he's retired. Ichiro. 
had a whole bunch of games that he played. Yeah. Well, then the streak is over. But his streak is done because he's no longer yeah. playing anymore. So hang on. I'm, I'm trying to read this article here because that's this is pretty insane that Ichiro went from the 41-year-old outfielder played in every game since May 30th of 2001. Now, does that date back to... Yeah, that had to date back to his Japan days, right? Going all the way back to that league. God, I don't think anybody's catching Rifkin, though. Not in today's game. Not possible. Like, even if you look at it this way, even in games in which, let's say, you played the game. Like, I remember Miguel Tejada had a whole bunch of games he played in a row, and he busted up his hand. They didn't know how, how bad he was hurt. They had him take his first at bat the next game in the top of the first. They were the road team. Mm-hmm. He bunted, and then they took him and out they of the took game. took him out. Ripken played 8,264 consecutive innings. So, like, he never left the game in the middle either. Mm-hmm. Like, he played all the way through. God, that's remarkable. And then he'd go play pickup basketball in his free time. What's remarkable, he's never injured himself to the point where he had to miss any extended period. That's that, that takes great luck, too, yeah. right? Oh, incredibly, yeah. You didn't catch a fastball in the inside See, and take it off the hand I, or something? I'm convinced, guys, gals, that injuries in pro sports, I know that some are more inclined to get hurt. Like, Anthony Davis always falls. He can't go through a game without falling. Yeah. I really believe, large part, it is just great fortune. Oh, yeah. How some dudes just can withstand and play on. Now... Fortune is sometimes made. Like the way Nikola Jokic plays, he doesn't play above the rim. Oh, his game is set up like he could do this for a long time, it feels like anyway. Like there's not a whole bunch of stress on the body with the way he plays. He gets banged up and stuff like that, but it's not. You watch Zion. But you still have to be fortunate, you know, like a finger injury. Oh, sure. He gets fingernailed every game. Mm -hmm. There's a fingernail scar on every part of his body. I don't know if you see his arms, Marty. Yeah. That's a great point, Brad. Piglets. Baby piglets. No, but seriously, like, he gets he gets banged around a lot. But even this, like, he's got a little hammy that's bothering him. Mm-hmm. You could have a hamstring issue that keeps you out 15 or 20 games. Yeah. Like, you never know. You know, could it be that today's games, that the season is just, according to science and every research, they're just too long, but you, there's no putting that genie back in the bottle? I think we all recognize NHL, NBA seasons, 82 games. It's not made for the – just not take, made. But hang on, Vic. To take this back to baseball, like what did change then? Because Bob Gibson pitched nine innings every time I know, he went out there I know, and threw. I know, I know. There's that, there's that argument. built differently You're, 40 years there, ago, 50 years ago. There's that argument to be made that more innings is actually better for you than worse. Well, they said that about Daisuke. Remember when Daisuke was thrown like mm-hmm. every two days in Japan and they're like, no, he's built for this. And then his arm just gave out. Could it be this, just the velocity at which you're pitching? Was Gibson sure. throwing 104? Oh, Gibson could, yeah. Or was he, he throwing could. 104 though? By the way, um, homework assignment, just to go back to yesteryear a little bit, generational. Homework, everyone. Marty, write this down. Tonight, you guys will watch because the Nuggets aren't playing, the Avs aren't playing. Okay. What's on tonight? Is there anything on sporting event-wise? Nothing. No. Tonight, you guys will watch the documentary on Showtime. I'll give you my password if you need it. I want to watch it. Yeah. The, the Mahmoud Raouf stand. It is fantastic. I want to see it. I Scotty Hastings featured st- a lot in that one because he played with him. I need to steal your password. When you watch him play in his heyday, you're going to go, oh, my God. 
How do you cover that? Honest to God, when you watch it, because I, 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 my, my breath was taken away watching the documentary and watching him move. I was like, and people had to car. How do you, how do you guard that? That's impossible to guard. Uh, with a couple, of, I will do that. I'm gonna need your password. We have a guest. Go ahead. Go ahead. Speak, guest. Speak. What a bunch of crap. What a bunch of crap. Hang on a second. You're all talking about Joker's arms and the scars and the and piglet and all this stuff. And Marty just sits there like everything's totally fine. I don't wait, wait, what's going No, you got to get shot. You know, it doesn't bother me when uh, Brett brings it up. Yeah. Or me. Any more points, caller? A bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Mosh. Good stuff, Mosh. I, per- I take it personally. Personally. Uh, yep, yep. All right, see ya. I was praying to God he was listening at the time. Praying. Well, what happens is, what happens is Joker, a lot of times other players will scratch him. And he'll develop these scratches on his arms. And they scar up. I've noticed. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I've noticed. Let's do a fingernail check on everybody. I mean, come on. What does it look like, though? Like a piglet. (laughs) No, 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 no. Something what, else. What? How would you define it? Maybe like a like a like a newborn. Pig, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 they're pink. It's because they're so pink. Yeah. That's well. That why. last call is proof why we don't take many calls on the show. They just don't add anything. Guys like that caller. Uh, reminder to you guys that uh, in five minutes, another name will be announced on Dempsey and Company for our squares contest. So if you haven't gotten in on this yet, 303-504-0925. Text squares to that number. Plural, by the way. Squares to 303-504-0925. We call out a name at the top of every hour of every show until we get a winner for that show. And if somebody calls in... They're automatically entered into our squares contest where $250 goes to the first quarter of the big game, $500 for the winner of the first half, $250 for the winner of the third quarter, and 1000 bucks to the winner of the final score. Each qualifier gets 50 bucks to Nola Janes just for calling back within that five-minute window. It is all brought to you by BetSafe Colorado, the exclusive club for passionate gamers and bettors across the state. I'm off to the Sean Payton press conference. What would you do if I just greeted the new head coach with a long, uncomfortable hug? You got to call him SP. Just do it. Please call him SP. But just like a long sort of. So you hold out the hand, but then you open up the arms and embrace. Or a European kiss. And do it like speak a little bit of Italian to him. Just throw him off. He doesn't know who you are. You can pull it off. Peyton's presser in an hour from right now. So stay tuned for that as we'll run it live. Right here, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Mojo Lombardi, and Kane is where you can find the podcast. Dempsey and Company, another Squares qualifier. Come your way next. Have a great day. Love you. Bye.